Hello, lovely podcast listeners. Welcome to part two of the interview with Victoria Watford from Ballet Mitt. Uh, If you didn't hear the first episode, I highly suggest you go back and listen to it because it does explain who she is. Um, But uh, yeah, enjoy part two. So Tori, what else do you want to talk about? This is like you're you're getting two parts. I don't know what part I'm in in Editingville right now, but we're just going to keep going. I like the conversation we're having about how like sometimes we need a change of scenery because Mm -hmm. I had that at P&B as Mm -hmm. well. Um, I was the only boy ever from the school into the company at that point. Uh, Like school, like I was seven, like baby. I didn't come as a trainee, as a PD. I didn't come as a 16-year-old or a 12-year-old. I was like- You came from like four or whatever. Seven. I'm not a, a baby, but I I was artistic. I was artistically <laughs> I mean, inclined from a child, so I came or I <laughs> developed as like this is how I'm gonna perform. Oh my gosh! I'm just teaching the steps now. Um, <laughs> oh, <okay>. but <clears throat> you're there so long, you're viewed that way. I joined the and the school hated me. Told me to quit multiple times. Oh wow! At like in level five, level six, at level seven, told me I would never be a PD. Told me I would never be a fresh professional dancer. The school like did not like me, but I kept them in cast and stuff. So I was like, well, something's wrong. Somebody um, likes me. Yeah, right. Um, so it wasn't until like when Peter got there and like and was using me a lot and liked me, then I got hired. Mm-hmm. But I was a second thought hire. He already told two other boys before me. They were already decided to be hired. I thought I had a fighting chance, and I found out I didn't. And wow. same thing for the two women. He brought a girl from SAB over and said, you're going to get hired. So even though she lied to all of us as PDs and said, I don't know, I don't know. I'm like, you knew. And she knew. She admitted it f- like three years later. That She's like, why do you hate me, Sean? I'm like, because you lied to everyone. That's I told her why. I said, you lied to everyone. You should have just said, I was told I was going to be hired. Mm-hmm. Don't be two-faced to anyone. It's not worth it. It's so ballet. It's not, it's not it's that deep. It's not that deep. So in return, um, he promised jobs that had already been decided years in advance when they were in the school mm. when I was written off. So then I was told if I have an extra contract available, I'll hire you because I really like you. So I finally got the contract, but I joined then being a favorite as a PD and then not a favorite in the company. So mm. I kind of plateaued and I got stuck and depressed and anxious and I pulled away even worse. Then I like stopped. I know... I knew whatever I didn't matter to him. He didn't notice. I didn't care. And, and so it, was, it got to the point that he is like, Sean, do you want to be here? Like, do you want me to wow. renew your contract or not? Like, do you even want to be here? Like you have an option, get your shit together. I was worried about you. You seem to be back on track. And I was like, wait, why didn't you talk to me six months ago when you said you noticed something was changing in my demeanor and my work ethic when I was depressed. Oh, wow. Speak up hmm. and talk to me. So I knew I and thought I was hiding it. How long were you there? And I was in the company for five years. Five years. Yeah. But I, but I should have left two years earlier when I auditioned at San Francisco and Boston. They were interested. Mm. I should have done it. But I was too scared to leave the great name of PNB, my home city. Yeah. And I regret it. It's one of those. Re- I don't regret a lot those of things. Moments. But I regret that because mm-hmm. I would have it. I wouldn't have stopped dancing at 24. I would have probably still. I would have been in San Fran or Boston mm-hmm. instead. Mm-hmm. And could be a solo. like all my friends. You know, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Or a senior core, which is which I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. But then, granted, now looking back at it, my experience that I had from leaving, I met Katie mm-hmm. as a you'll do. <laughs> and I was on Broadway. I got to do Phantom. That's I got to do West Side Story. Amazing. I got to film a TV series. Yeah. I've done, you know, Find Your Fifth DVDs with Matthew Powell. Like, modeling stuff like I traveled I've traveled I've had great experience I never would have had so it's like there's regrets but there's also look at glass half full well it's like I would regret it if you knew what the outcome would have been yeah it well also if like I all these great things didn't come from it you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. and and that's how I I I feel like because you would have been with Cooper I wouldn't have been with Cooper. I would have never come here. I would have, I don't know. And my my best friend um, was 
in the school at PNB. So my one thing is like, I probably would have known her sooner and that would have been great. But Wait, who's your best friend? I don't think you know her. She's younger than me? Yes. Okay. Wait, she's younger than me. Uh, she's 20, 22. No, I don't know. She's a baby. Then. Yeah. But I think she does <laughs> know old. you. I think she remembers you from when she was younger. Oh, you being in the company. okay. I don't regret anything that happened because I did like have some great experiences. And I, the city of Pittsburgh, I, I do love that city. I wouldn't want to live there again, I don't <laughs> think. But we're going to visit like in a week or something. So, like, I do love it. I love the friends that I've made. I love the experiences that I had. I got to do some cool things. Um, but I did have that same, like, mm -hmm. okay, I was in the school. And for me, I because I came from this tiny studio where I didn't know anything about ballet. Um, it's Cleveland Ballet now, the, the studio that I grew up going to. And when I left, the now director who like is basically my second mother. I felt like, you know, when you're young and dancing, you spend so much time with your dance teachers. Like she shaped me a lot as well. And she said like, you can go there, but you, you could just come be in Cleveland ballet. And my reasoning for not staying was that I needed to like become an artist because it was all about technique all about technique like all we did was technique 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 and she did like instill like who cares like she would go on these tangents about like I don't she would pull out a book of like Anna Pavlova and say like look she doesn't her feet aren't crazy and she's not doing all the crazy things that people do now but that's beauty and that's what matters I don't care how many pirouettes you can do I don't care how smart you are I don't care any of that do I feel something when I watch you but I felt like I couldn't develop that feel something until I went and saw other professional dancers. Mm. And that's the reason I, I left. And I was in the school. I, I mean, I was liked a lot, not by the school though, by the company. I never did anything with the school. Right. I still, every time that something happens and I'm like, I am, we're dancing together. And I'm like, that's my bad. It's because I don't know what I'm doing because I was, I never had partnering classes because I was always Neither did I. in rehearsal with the company. Same. So I had a partner at intermission <laughs> to be thrown on for theme and variations <laughs> at 16. That's how oh I learned how to do a pair with a tutu. At yeah. intermission, when I was told, Sean Rollison, will you please get ready for the variations at end of intermission to go to my course spot as a 17-year-old student over the PD boys. I was hated so much by the PD boys when I was in the school that one time, I do not recommend this, and now I look really down upon it. It was a terrible decision. One of the guy, one of the PD men didn't want to do Chinese that night at PNB, and I said, I'll do it for you. I love doing it. I'll do it. No problem. You're No one's going to know the difference. I'm in this, like, outfit it's fine and I did it and this PD boy who was bitter that I was liked more than him at the time is by stage management and goes oh that's interesting that's Sean I thought it was someone else was supposed to do Chinese tonight and he was supposed to be doing Chinese it wasn't him it was someone else oh he didn't like us because we were favorites or favored hmm. we preferred and I was like well because you have a bad attitude and you don't like to work mm. but I do he was pretty but I like to work um, and I was like, it was things like that that pissed me off. I mean, I because I wasn't liked in the school, but I was liked in the company. I like, like I said, I never, um, I was never a huge bunhead. The first time I like became anything sort of like a bunhead was the first year I went away, and my roommate, who now is a soloist at PNB, which I'm very proud to say because she grew up in Portland and didn't start dancing till she was like. 16 or 15 or something like that and she came to Pittsburgh and she she did gymnastics for a long time mm -hmm. beautiful legs beautiful feet her name is Lily Wills and she was a huge bunhead and she was obsessed with PMB and I remember in her she was my roommate and we'd hang out in her room all the time and she had posters of um PMB's jewels rubies diamonds emeralds you know I got thrown in that diamonds show oh my 
that is crazy the first full time circle we did, moment. The first time we did Jules, that was, that's the first time I was 15. Wow. That, that was is my first core role ever. Crazy. I was 15 in school during those, that, that those photos. You you know the photos. You know yeah, it. was Patricia Barker, Ariana yeah. Lalone, and I think Louise Nadeau as Emeralds, or maybe Carla. No, no, no. Yeah. Was it Carla? I think I feel like it was Carla. No? It might have it could have been Carla Louise. But sh- it was like, I love PMB, I love Balanchine. And the only thing I knew about like my t- my teacher was trained at SAB. She came from Puerto Rico, went to SAB and then um danced for Cleveland Ballet. Um, but my really good friend growing up went to PMB for a summer and came back with hands like this. And I was like, ew, why do your hands look like that? What are you doing? Mm. Or I think actually I think it was like this. I think it was like yeah, we never straight. had we didn't have the it SAB wasn't the hands. SAB claw. It was we were like told a, not to do that ever. It was a very straight like see all of your fingers. Yes, they're all straight. All our, all our fingers had to be visible. And I was Which like, I love. Well, I was. It's expressive. <laughs> I mean, give me a claw any moment, any time. I want to see all the fingers now. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, ew. Why do your hands look like that? And then I was like, okay, whatever. It's Balanchine. Ugh, I don't care about that. Then this roommate who is obsessed, obsessed with PMB. And then I had two friends that I made who happened to live like just a block down from where we lived. And they were also obsessed with PMB. Like they were like, I want to dance in PMB. I didn't get PD. And the only reason I'm here is so that I can then get PD next year. It's like a very big deal. And we would watch Balanchine Ballets. We, we watched Who Cares? And I will never forget the very first moment I saw Serenade. And I remember watching Russian Girl. I remember being like, oh my God, I want to do that so bad. I would give anything to do that. And I beca- I fell in love with Balanchine. I saw Western Symphony. I was like, how could I ever have disliked this? Like, this is everything I like about ballet. What the hell? And next year the school does serenade and i do russian girl there was a lot of a lot of drama around that because where when is there not drama around a school doing a balanchine ballet and somebody not doing the role and somebody not fitting in and all of those things but i did russian core and russian girl and i was like i can't believe this and at the time that we performed it i knew i had a job and i was performing with a company then I got in the company and I was just like, eh, is this really, this is what I want to be doing? And and I just remember always thinking like, I don't know if I really want to do this. I don't know if I love this. And then like, I, I never had the best casting in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I I kind of just, I feel like there was a moment where they thought I was really good. And then after that, it was kind of like, okay, well, she's here. And I'm always going to be a solid poor girl, always. That's that's like what I do. Um, and then when we got a new director, you know, what people want changes. And I just was like, I'm really, really not doing anything. And it kind of just became like, do you want to keep dancing or do you right? want to stop? What do you want to do? And if you want to keep dancing, you can't stay here. Not for like your mental health. You can't stay there. And I think we get conditioned to be scared, like to leave, like, because we grew up in an era and you for sure, Katie, you're like me with PNB and and New York City Ballet, your whole career at that one company. Oh, yeah. And you're made to feel that in the school. And you think that if you're not having a 20 year career at that company, like what we watch, then you're, you're useless. Yeah. But I'm like, wait actually some people do that because they're pushed to that direction and it's okay to be somewhere for seven years and then go somewhere else where you get other experiences because you can plateau or you can feel bored or not as fulfilled and that to me that was looked upon as like they can't hold a job they're not good enough like they're a mess no one wants to work with them but I'm like actually if you're choosing to leave and go somewhere else like that Sometimes it's better. Well, when you come from a place where it's very, very brave and then you find out that, oh, this isn't, there's not just one way to be. And if you go somewhere else, you're a failure. Like when you come from a place, I think this happens in places that only hire from their school. 
or predominantly hire from their school. I only know one place that does that. Only SAB does. Only City Valley does that. Really? Well, more I and more like places PNB... are trying to do that now. No one in PNB's company is from that school. Wow. It's It's a little more. You're from the PD program. Or, but that doesn't okay. count because you were brought in as an 18-year-old. Yes. So you were trained somewhere else, usually from SAB or San Francisco or Houston. And mm -hmm. you were handpicked yep. knowing that it was a holding tank to be hired in the yes, company. Yes, I guess that's what I mean. So that's not the same as from the school. I am from the yes. school. Jessica Onspach from PNB was from the school. Yes. We were the only two raised in the school that had only trained, like only trained really at that one place. Well, okay, we, we, we like here, it's very rare to be hired from the Valley Metro program yes. or the training program. And in Pittsburgh, it was like, I remember we were doing Divertimento and Terry was the boss at the time and he came on stage for one of the casts and he was like, I'm just so proud because everyone but Cooper was hired from Pittsburgh Ballet Theater School. Like everyone on the stage had been hired from the school, which was the graduate program. That's but, not from the school though. I hate yes. that. Well, technically we were a part of Pittsburgh Ballet Theater School. No, I understand. There's but no, like, the like, school didn't company. train you. The school didn't teach you first position and Tom do's and how to of dance. Course. The school like finished you off to stylize you. But when you come from places like that where everyone has at least had some sort of training with the school i feel like if you leave then you're scared you're like oh my gosh mm -hmm. like i'm never gonna go anywhere else i'm never gonna get anything else and then you go somewhere like ballet met where it's like all of these people come from different places and have been different places and there's nothing wrong with that it opens your eyes i think it makes you see other things that are not just this what this one specific director likes mm -hmm. you know it's very intriguing because like like ballet met we here at least are all from a wide range of places like there are a large amount of us from top tier big companies first and from larger companies that then have been brought here because we either had plateaued somewhere else or we were mentally burnt out mm -hmm. and like we're over it we needed you know and to that's why he has a company of soloists the 24 soloists yes because that's what happened that's what he acquired and for me i i think it makes a, a really strong company it makes a very strong company i a, don't a watch... messy core but a strong company <laughs> Got a bunch it's of soloists true out there. katie can say it's the same sab trains stunning soloists and principals correct mm-hmm Core goes in waves, right? It goes in waves. Either they're really good or we're not together at all. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, I am, I'm a core girl. I am a core girl. And when I say core girl, I mean, I was in Pittsburgh Ballet Theater being like, hey, I know we don't have rehearsal, but we're all going to go in this studio for 30 minutes because we need to discuss Wait, what the arms what? are. Yes. That was a thing? That was a thing that I made happen because at the time it was like the person in the front of the room would just like, there was a time where rehearsals were kind of just like, oh, let's waste time deciding what the arm is. And we were like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not wasting time with these children because like most companies that aren't huge, you have trainees or second yeah. company mm -hmm. or whatever it's called making up most of the court and I was like I'm not I'm not going to stand in my point shoes and waste my time because you can't listen or you don't understand what it's supposed to be I was like this is what we're doing we're going to go into rehearsal and we're going to know what we're doing so that we can get rid of this time wasting thing mm -hmm. I'm not doing that and I'm that girl and you would, oh my gosh, if you could see me at, if you could have seen me at PBT, you would have been like her. I want to be friends with her right now. I was the girl who was like, excuse me, is it on four or five? You because answer, some right? people are doing four and other people are doing five. <laughs> and you yes. need the answer, right? Yes. I do that all the time. Or like, every question is I it ask, the I left answer. arm on top or is the head that it was all, it was like, because 
those children behind me don't know what they're doing. And I am not going to be a part of a core that looks like garbage because the people in the front of the room aren't prioritized. See, and I ask that because I have adults beside me who think they're too good and don't be bothered. And I'm like, well, we're all in the same line. So, because that's how I was raised. Because if you, if you didn't know what you were doing, you got taken out. Mm Mm-hmm. This is why I think everything is do or die, Katie. Well, it's a, it's a city ballet system, too. We didn't have time. Because yeah. oftentimes it was a rehearsal, an orchestra rehearsal, and that's it. Like, you're on in two uh-huh. rehearsals. Because um, it's when you do 45 ballets a season, it's just insanity. So I remember being thrown into Ballet Imperial, which we call Piano Concerto Number 2. And just like learning steps, and like I remember, it was all on me. Like you, it's all on you in the court. I say, I think it's one of the reasons sometimes they are we were messy, and they are a mess is because there's no time, mm-hmm. and it's thrown together. But you learn real quick to be quick and to know what you're doing because there's you you they don't have time for it. Which is why I think I'm I can follow really well because mm-hmm. as a as a PD and as a student. I was never put on stage in my own spot ever. Not once. Yeah. Yeah. And in rehearsals, if it was, I had this spot, I knew that I could be thrown in for anyone around me. If someone was sick that day or not, whatever, Mm -hmm. they're not going to leave a hole. They put someone else in. And so I learned how to peripheral vision my way through the ballet, even if it was different than my spot, but Mm -hmm. I could at least... Mm-hmm. Well, also to always have your eyes on everything. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's not, a, if I'm in a rehearsal, I could be having a conversation with someone because it's not my part and I'm still going to be side eyeing that other part. And for me, when I was really, really young, I remember like, I loved ballet so much and I loved the Nutcracker. And I remember one year I was maybe like 12 or 10 11 and 12 something like that and it was party scene and uh the maid was played by like a teen girl but i i knew every part of the nutcracker every single one because i was obsessed with ballet and i wanted to know every part and i would go home and i'd rehearse it for my mom in her bedroom (laughs) and the the maid wasn't there because she was sick i think I think the reality was she was hung over because she was at prom, but like, it was just like, oh, she had prom the other night. So she's sick, Mm -hmm. but I was too young to know what that meant. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I'll do it. I'll go in and I'll do it. Like this part that a child doesn't do that there isn't an understudy for. And I went and I did it and I was in the right spot and I did everything. And I remember my dance teacher telling my dad, like, she knows every part of every ballet we ever do. And I feel like when I was younger, it was because I loved it. And then I just kind of ingrained in my mind to always be watching every single spot. And then when I was like in uh, PBT's like graduate program, you never like we were doing when we were doing Serenade, the company was doing Peter Pan and they were they had told me, oh, you're going to do Russian girl. And then they were like, you're not good enough. You're not doing Russian girl. And I remember, and this is how I knew I was a favorite. The director at the time of the company went to the school and said, is she going to do this? Because they were like playing around like, oh, maybe she'll do it. Maybe she won't. And he was like, is she going to do the part or not? Because if she's not going to do it, I need her in Peter Pan rehearsals because I need her to go in. And this was the week of the show. And I was like doing Peter Pan. And there was this whole section where we were on the floor, like, scooting our legs around and doing some sort of crazy stuff and I was just like just move when the rest of them move and <laughs> to this day that is what I'm just doing move on stage that is what I am doing in flowers because no one ever taught me the finale I'm just like just do the opposite of the girl in front of you when we're on the sides and just like just go when they go still to this day well, you talked about that PB Jules poster that you guys had in your thing. Mm-hmm. So I learned the core, a core spot in Diamonds. Mm-hmm. I learned a different spot. Then we're on stage, tech rehearsals. The ballet mistress comes up to me. So Sean, we are going to put you in tomorrow for this spot. For Demi's? No, I was a oh. 17, 16 oh. year old boy. No, we're going to be in for this spot, for someone else's spot, which was not the sideline core, but the four core in the middle and the back that do something random, that one middle section. 
That right? was in the first, in the, uh, yes. yep. So it was not my spot. And then I was like, oh, okay. They're like, Can you? I was like, yeah, I did not know until I'm on stage holding Laura, Laura, Laura Gilbert's hand. I don't know. Do you remember Laura Gilbert? From mm-hmm. yeah. Until I'm holding Laura Gilbert's hand. That it's different. Thinking I'm about to go to the side to go stand in my line. And then I realized, wait, why are these four people in the center doing this? <laughs> oh, I have to taunt you back now. She's going to bore into my arm. Dead peripheral vision. <laughs> That's so funny. It was my, we, ju- we've ju- we had just done diamonds. Before so you know the four. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking. Which about. at the point at, at that time was, yeah, it was just, it was, it was bad. It was bad. That was like when I did, like there was that, the day I debuted Sugar Plum in New York, you know, you're, it was in the matinee. They came to me after the matinee. They were like, nice debut, Katie. Um, So-and-so's out tonight for flowers. It's your spot, but the other side, you're not going to get rehearsal. Just reverse everything. <laughs> and you're just like, okay. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Thank you're you great. so much. Okay. Like, I just, I just did this and there's, and um, yes, okay. I'm I, standing I put- there in my tiara like, okay, way to be humble. Way to be humble. Way to, <laughs> yeah, bring it back. I will be put in my place very quickly. <laughs> yep. It'll humble you. It will humble you. Right. And then Rosemary was like, you're smart. You'll be fine. <laughs> and you're just like, uh, okay. Well, that's like, remember when I, I talked about from oration when Vincent, I already talked about in the pod when Zach was doing the walkthrough of that spot. And I, in my head was thinking, who's doing this spot next cast? And, and you was, were watching it. I knew it was going to be me. And you're like, why are you looking this way when I was like doing something? Yeah. I was like, I thought we were talking about the pod we just did. And you were like, just looking the complete other way, and you're like, "Oh, sorry, I I'm gonna have to do this later." So, oh, Sean, I knew, I just knew, and and you did. Yeah, it just happens. It happens. And that's you think like like I've only been in small companies, so I'm like, "Oh, it's just what happens in small companies." Mm-hmm. No, everywhere. I mm-hmm. feel like it happens even more in big companies because it's like we had the at PNB we had the issue that Peter would cast the same people to cover to be the first second third cast for the whole mix bill so like these three dancers are so similar they do the same spots for everything so but it if was one goes like, out yeah it was always maria leslie kylie those three girls because they're all the same like whatever type of dancer yeah mm-hmm. bodies type of dancer everything and so when something would happen and we were down to oh well this girl just tore her tendon in class and then the next girl just got sick. The third cast that was supposed to go on is now doing the whole entire rep because they have, because in this ballet, like Maria was first cast. And then the next ballet in the rep in the show was Leslie, but Maria was second cast and Leslie was second cast for that first cast. And then the third one, it was like, so now she has to do every All show. Of them. So, so then it was, so then Kylie got pushed forward. And I remember then Brittany Reed was like a fourth cast learning it like, Cause she's like, I, I want to learn this. I want to do this ballet. Mm-hmm. And then she was doing the shows because it was like no rehearsals, no anything. She just was in the back of the room watching to learn it and then performing it. Love. You know? That's how you that get many... opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's how I did everything at PNB. Mm-hmm. Everything. Well, I mean, I've, I have the mindset of like, just always, just always know it. You're put to learn it. The, even like the simplest thing, freaking Dracula, I was like, I remember going in for my fitting for brides and I was like, okay, I'll put it on, but I'm not doing this part. I'm like in the fourth column. I'm not doing it. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, so- That was uh, the question that you thought I was asking about the pod. Gonna be on the podcast. You came up to me and you're like, I have something I need to talk to you about. And I'm like, he's gonna ask me to be on the podcast. I'm so excited. (laughs) And then you come up to me and you're like, so uh, Hisham wants you to do this role, but you're not going to get a dress rehearsal if you do it because there's no real third cast. It's just mm-hmm. you. Would like, you is that okay? And I was like, oh. You have to have it. Is that okay? Well, I was just like, oh, oh, oh yeah, that's fine. I thought I was about to be on the podcast, <laughs> not going for Brides of Dracula. It's like, yeah, I can do that. I know the choreography. I'm not dumb. But like, am I going to be on the podcast? Or not? <laughs> yes, yes, you are. You're getting two episodes. <laughs> yeah, the real. I forgot that was that. That was the question. It was because it was a contract. Yes. I was like, so they want to do this. Are you willing to waive the contract union right? And you're like, wait, not about the pod. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was I was pretty sad. She came back to me. I have a bone to pick with you. I was like, what did I do? I was mad. I thought like I did something. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> well, I think you thought it was something with like dancing. Yeah. Because <laughs> that would make sense. That's because that's what that is our job. What we were talking about and the environment we were in. That just circles back to how my priority is never ballet. It's like <laughs> How do I make friends and and talk to cute boys? There you go. <laughs> Bringing it full circle. Now you're part of one for everything. It's perfect. I feel like we get a lot of applause because we do. You're cute oh, and I'm that. a black ballerina. And I feel like people are like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that existed. And then on top of that, there's this Ken doll. Like, what is this? Princess See, and the Frog. No, I love it. I love it. So can just to end, actually, can you talk about your experience as a black ballerina, Tori? Like, tell us. Yeah. Yeah. Give us that, please. So Wait, before Um, this starts, can I just say, one, I appreciate the fact that this was the ending. Oh, by the way, we should talk about this. Because I love the fact that, one, it's not a leading factor. No. we went full career and everything, as it should be. Yeah, it shouldn't be a thing. It should not be a thing. It's not who I am. Right? I'm a dancer. So I just wanted to say, like, I appreciate that. Like, how we brought up the Wicked casting. That's Mm -hmm. not what West End Wicked is pushing. No. It's that they're bringing back another Alphaba. And then the new Christine is now Glenn. I, I think I just love that that's that that's how, this is how it happens and how yeah. it should always happen. And, and to it, me, it's like we should talk about it because it mm-hmm. matters mm-hmm. at this time in the mm-hmm. world. But it's not the first thing. It's not the like, oh, my gosh, you're black. Let's we have to talk about this experience, you know, but to to like that that topic, I remember like my my first interview when I got hired in Pittsburgh, they asked me like, oh, what's it like being a black dancer? And I remember like not really knowing what to say because I never felt any different. Nobody, like I was very fortunate when I was young that nobody ever made me feel any different. I never, I remember like getting ready to go away for and not go to college which was a big adjustment for my parents and sitting down and talking to um one of the teachers from my home studio and her saying I'm going to be honest I hope this doesn't offend you but right now where we are in this world it's going to benefit you that you're a person of color because everyone's looking for diversity and it's true I I if if a If somebody comes in and they're about to set a ballet or if I'm in an audition, when you're the only black girl in the room, you know that it's not that somebody's not looking at you. You know that people are going to look at you because you're the only one. I don't ever have to think like I remember reading like Point Magazine and it would be like, wear a yellow leotard to audition so you stand out. And I was like, well, I don't need to do anything to stand out. They're going to see me. And you can either choose to look at me and say like, "Okay, I'm going to judge her for her dancing or you're going to look at me and say, I don't want her. Like, I know that I don't want that. And I remember doing doing certain things and I remember being like okay I'm fifth cast on here and like I have a brain I know that it's not because of my dancing and then the show comes around and I have the most shows I have more shows than anybody else because the director is like okay she looks good doing it or somebody goes out who's gonna do it the reliable person you know because that's what I was and I I was fortunate. I didn't have any sort of weird experience or anything that I felt like, oh, I'm different than mm. everyone else when I was young. And unfortunately, getting older, your eyes open. Sometimes you just get unlucky and have experiences that aren't the best. And also just like, opening your eyes to the fact that like, oh, what that person said, that was like kind of bad. And I didn't need anyone to say to me that I'm a diversity hire because I'm already thinking it, you know, like that's already in my head all of the time. And I feel like 
I sort of had to change it in my head to say, so what if I'm a freaking diversity hire, I'm going to be the best diversity hire you've ever had. Or, okay, I was looked at because I'm black, but then they kept looking at me because I was good, you know? And then for me being here, being in a company that is incredibly diverse, like we have five dancers of color and that's a lot for a company of this size. That's a lot. And we like my my friends from high school came to uh, our show on Friday, was mm -hmm. it Friday. And one of the first things they said was like there were it wasn't all just like skinny white girls on stage. That's not all you saw. And of course, everybody has work to do. Every, like everywhere needs to be doing more you know but for me it's that I need you to try I need you to put in an effort and I don't know why you're doing it you could be doing it because the board is pushing you to do it you could be doing it because you know that that's what you need to do to be PC or you could be doing it because you really care but either way I get to be a black Clara and have a little black girl be my Clara and and I I think I told you this I gave her like a gift after one of our shows and I remember telling Cooper like I'm not saying this to be cocky or anything but I know that if that little girl if Sydney goes on to be a professional dancer she's always going to remember the moment that she had a black Clara and she gave her a gift because I remember the moment like at my very first studio where there was another black girl and she said hi to me. All she did was say hi to me. And I was like, oh my God, you know, and that's what matters. I don't, uh, the, all of these racist people are going to die. All right. And then all that's going to be left is us and what we choose to show younger generations, like how we choose to make ballet better, you know? And I feel like for me, I, before coming here, I had older bosses and I, I'm never, ever going to um, be able to say something bad about my very first boss because he put in the effort to hire me. He's the reason I'm a professional dancer. Like I can't, like, I can't, I can't hate him with my whole soul, no matter what happened. But he was an older white man who grew up in a different time. My boss after that was not that much younger. And then having a boss, I have friends that are Edward's age. Yeah, same. You know, but the one thing I can say is that this is a diverse company, four companies, and that like, he's trying. He's making the effort to hire people who don't all look like skinny white people. Mm -hmm. and it's a low standard it's a low bar but you gotta start somewhere yeah and holding people accountable and I feel like when we when you approached our boss about not having as much rehearsal it what like then he talked to me about it and it wasn't like a oh you guys didn't have enough rehearsal whose fault is that or oh it wasn't a negative thing he said like thank you for communicating with me. I want to keep an open line of communication. And it felt real. It felt like genuinely, like he does want to be better. And none, nobody's perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody messes things up. But I feel Everybody like just... nobody's perfect. I gotta work it again <laughs> and again. Okay. That's no, I was thinking of the, oh, wait, what is it? Oh, everybody makes it's mistakes. mistakes. Everybody Every, has those days. Yes, yeah, thank you. Not like I'm a Disney kid or anything, but yes. I am. Oh my goodness. Did you purposely quote that? No, it just came to me. <laughs> That's all I can say about it. It just came to me. It just I thought you literally said me. it because it was a quote. Because it was Hannah Montana, no. And you know we love Disney here. <laughs> We're Disney nerds. Wait, so then can we talk about I gotta by the way, I gotta teach in like 10 minutes. I teach adult Tell class. them to wait because we are podcasting <laughs> and we have priorities. Bring them into the room. I don't care. They can join the podcast. Can we, we can please, like do plies together. Can we please talk about <laughs> Beauty and the Beast's 30th anniversary? I didn't watch it. <gasps> I haven't seen it. 
I, I didn't get to. I was on a plane or something. I didn't. I don't know. Go on Hulu and watch it. Josh Groban, stunning as the Beast. He sang Evermore Aww. and Beauty the Beast. And I was like, you're perfect. Her was Belle. I've seen like the ads and stuff. Okay. And but, I've been like, I need to see But it. hearing her sing, she She's sounded incredible. so good. And it was just like, was the acting great? I don't care. But she looks she's stunning. She's a singer and she's beautiful. She sang, when her and Josh sang Beauty of the Beast at the end <sighs> together, it was like so classical and then just so heartfelt from her. Like it was a, it was, a, they did such a good one. She looks stunning in her yellow dress they made she's for her. She's amazing. It outdid Emma Watson's live animation, uh, live action mm. one. Um, it was great. And then Martin Short as, as Lumiere for Be Our Guest. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, I, I okay. of course, but then the surprise attack of the of the of the thing, Shania Twain as Mrs. Potts. Oh, shut up! Wow. Which I was like, mm, okay, strong choice. I, I got. Let's be diverse here. Let's throw in the country star. Sure. <laughs> was it amazing though? I kind of loved it. Yeah. I was shocked that I was like, oh, I really like how they kind of redid this for her. But also when she sang um, Beauty and the Beast, like the, the, the title song, Tale of, uh, whatever, Tales of the Time, they had her take off her Mrs. Potts outfit, which was Aww. which was a step. It was her and Alan Menken on the piano with her just singing. Oh. And she stood looking stunning. And then at the end, she turned back to the screens because they did the whole thing. like, And it was Angela Lansbury's photo with Mrs. Potts. Aww. And I was like, why am I a little I'm about to start crying. Why am I crying right now? Right? I thought you didn't yeah. cry, Sean. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> you don't cry. No. I mean, I, no, I cry a lot, but not mm. for like emotional like that. Like I cry because I'm depressed and emotional. Oh. But like not for like TVs and stuff. Brother Bear gets me, and then that almost got me. Oh. Um, but it was like, I was like, oh. I was like, okay. Shania Twain was the surprise attack that I did not know I needed that I needed. Mm. And I want to see, I do want to see Joshua Henry as Gaston because that man can sing. Oh, I saw him do Carousel in my life. Oh my God, the man has a like. He was a great Gaston. Him and the LeFou were a great little combo when they did the Gaston song in the. in the bar. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who he was. He was, he was in Carousel? He was, in Car- he was Billy Bigelow in Carousel. When Brittany Pollock did... Um, his tracks. Okay. Louise and Amar was in... Amar was... What's his face? The Sailor Dance guy. Yeah. Uh, Josh oh, Henry God. was the, uh, the voice. The voice that the man has is... He was a great guest on. Okay. I'm I liked... When he it. sang the Mob song, I was like, there for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two things I want to say before you have to go teach class. One... Little Mermaid live I action. Are we so excited? Wait. So excited. I am upset. I love her. I love Hallie so much. And her voice is so angelic. My Corey, I just keep saying my best friend. Corey, he is like obsessed with vocals. He did um <clears throat> West Side Story Glimmer Glass like the glimmer glass festival and they did west side story and he was in it it's like in new york we had just done um west side story suite oh we've all, we've talked about the suite here yes yes we've i was done. not in it i was she injured was Maria. amazing you've done it i was a shark and a jet depend what mm. year and Cooper then was um Bernardo, you said. what's his face yeah <laughs> well then well then i was um diesel and riffs understudy for the Okay, so yeah, live action Little Mermaid. Yeah, he is like he got opera training, like and vocal training, doing that, and then he like really dove into singing and what singing is. And I remember us just like sitting, watching like the YouTube videos of Chloe and Hallie singing a cappella, and just being like, "Oh my god, I am so excited!" You've heard her sing "Part of My World," right? Yes. Okay, so here's the deal: there is. I love it except for one riff when she says B. I do I do not like the riff she added because I'm gonna go to Stephanie J. Block from um Broadway and what she says and she's like she's not alone. There's other, some other ones that are like that too, like uh Caroline Bobson who does Elsa now on the tour. They will not add a riff if it does not add to the storytelling 
of the character. Love that. And love I, that. I think, I think how she's saying it didn't be. It. I was so in it when I was listening to it. I was like, oh my god. And it took you. And out. then it was. And I was like, we're not a little princess. A little or princess it, mermaid. It, just, it wasn't a riff that that added to the storytelling. Okay. It's how I want her to sing it in concert. Mm. Not on, the, not in the mood, not in mm. the scene. You know how there's like two different ways you can sing. You sing it this way for the sh- for the show, and then you, in concert you sing it this way. You sing it this way live, and that's what I. That's the only mm. critique I can say about. I watched the bootleg of the whole entire part of the <gasps> world scene that someone was in the showing and whatever. That's the only only thing is that one B, the tail, mm. the the look. Every I'm I'm good with it. I think it's great and I'm beautiful so that one B I'm like because it pulled me out I was like mm. invested with goosebumps like this is stunning I love that they did the trailer scene by scene of the original animated trailer they just copied so it with it which I think beautiful. is beautiful it's so beautiful. but it's that one B okay. I'm gonna have to listen to it again and you'll hear right away and, and listen for it because I I could listen to her and Chloe just sing for the rest of my life they're so beautiful i love chloe i also am i used to don't let like the beehive hear us but i used to not be a beyonce girl i only like old beyonce not new beyonce it's fine i'm leaving i like crazy in love and that's it leaving once we get past that crazy love baby baby boy once you get to the new like lemonade i'm not a fan okay okay but homecoming have you seen it I want to listen. I don't want to watch a movie. Okay, well, you can listen. You can come to my house. I have it on vinyl. We can hear the whole thing. <laughs> because that is what, like, reminded me that Beyonce is a performer. She's going to give you singing. Yeah. She's going to give you dancing. Yeah, She's yeah. going to give you vocals. And I I forgot that, like, she is a tier above every other pop star with all of that. Um, But renaissance have that on vinyl i bought it the day that we moved out here um but they're her babies i know she she found them she made them and oh my gosh has she like created amazing amazing little angels the other thing i was gonna say is that i and i'm just gonna like hype us up for a little bit before we go i'm like very proud of our performance when you talk about like telling the story like Miguel told me one of the other dancers in the company Miguelito told me that like he was almost in tears watching our snowball and and like Cooper and Miguel they were watching in the audience and they were like we're just telling the story in a way that the other casts aren't I feel like we are actors we are that's amazing we make choices I try to talk to the flower tree mother ginger they do not talk back and I'm like Annie did the last time I know you were very excited about it I'm very expressive as a prince well I think it's because I also do dross so I know what the beats are and I can look and interact so like when dross is talking to you I look at dross with a reaction of like well, of, of things how about the fact that in the studio for finale, we were coming out on about the five of the first eight, and then we get in the theater and you're like holding me back until Dross calls us on. I'm like, we need to be on stage. And you're like, the story, the story needs to make sense. <laughs> I still think we're running out too early. Oh, no, but we we have to, or we won't make it. We have to fight you, on, we fight you early. I thought it was on seven. We did seven and one, two, three, we did four, six one time. Five, six. That we just okay. I guess in the front. I guess I'll just come out all bubbly and excited, and we'll just do it real fast. We're coming out when Dross says, according to Sean, for our last show. Which, by the way, you have not sent me either a photo or a video of you as Drosselmeyer. I sent you a video of me taking a nap after Dross and mine. Yes, but you did not send me a video of you in the full <laughs> getup, which is what I am looking forward to. Um, what you should ask for is a photo of him in the full outfit and then without the eye patch because that cracks me up backstage because it's full makeup everywhere. Gray hair, full <laughs> face, and then the eye patch comes off and it's just like blank eye. Just nothing. <laughs> 
You don't need to. Usually I do do both eyes, but last show. You did not. I did it because I was so unprofessional. It was, I hear Sydney, our stage manager, go, 20 minutes till places. I go, I should get ready for dress line. (laughs) My my whole, I was like, I I literally go, I'm going to pull Cooper tonight. I'm going to get ready when the music starts. And I'm the first (laughs) one on stage. Did you tell Katie about his? Oh we my have, gosh. We have, I'll have to remind, That'll be remind me to tell you the Cooper debacle. Okay. That's my man and I'm going to stick beside him. Strong feeling, like my strong feelings about hot mess. So <laughs> That's my baby. That's my baby. But that's why I didn't do that. I literally was doing my face really fast and I was like, it's going to be line, line, smudge, smudge. And dr- your person... Cooper <laughs> was like, you have a lot to do. Don't you want to like hurry? I'm like, this was fine. And then Austin was the only one's like, he'll be fine. It takes him like five minutes. <laughs> and then Zach's in the corner, like in sweat still, like <laughs> doing rat cake. He's like, oh, I feel like I'm hungover or something. <laughs> and I'm like running around so hyped up on pre-workup from our Prince and Clara show still beforehand. And I took three scoops Gosh. to get the show. So I'm doing draws. And I literally, as I'm doing it, because Zach said when he used to dress it in Nevada, he goes, I would only do one eye because I had the eye patch. Every time it was so weird. He's like, why waste time? So then as I was doing it, I, I, after I said, I'm going to pull Cooper, not get ready until music starts because I'm stress, stressing. Then as I'm doing my makeup, doing like the color can lines on my face, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to have to pull Zach to save time. I'm only doing one eye tonight. <laughs> and then I put I'm my eye patch on. One eye. Yeah, you don't need to. I put my eye patch on and I go, Ooh. I was like almost dressed and I'm like, I'm forgetting my hair. I was like, someone spray my hair, please. <laughs> it was so chaotic. It was five minute call. And I was like, I was still strapping up my like shirt, like trying to snap up my shirt underneath my, you know, because our shirts are tucked in with like crotch straps. They don't want to tuck. I'm trying to like snap the crotch of my shirt, <laughs> like a, oh like a, like an gosh. urban outfit or unitard or something. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone in the room's like, Sean, what? Is wrong with you? We've never seen you like this. Yes, and they're like, and they're like, you're like you. so unprepared. And I was like, yes, yes, I am, and never again. Oh my god! Well, it was the in between. But the draft was great. It was a great draft. It was so it was active. A good draft. I got off the party scene, and someone was like, "You were all over." The place. You were really giving in party scene. I had such highs. And lows. I was too rich. And then I started party. crashing. I got up to to the dressing room, and I was like, "Oh god, I'm so tired." The crash is happening. And the whole dressing room, all through the memory, like. Yeah, we can really see. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, I have got to end us because I have to teach in three minutes. (laughs) Uh, Well, just tell them you're potting. But this was such a delight, Tori. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. I just had, I really only invited you because you were upset. I did invite you the first time. (laughs) Ow. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What a burn. This is just really so you can't like pull it against me or anything. If I if I'm like falling <sighs> off my leg in our next show, you'll know why. It's no, me pushing myself do there. That. I would never. I don't I can't. I don't I'm I can't. <laughs> I'm just like hold body now. <laughs> That's all that goes through my head when whenever I'm partnering. Whenever Ooh. we're doing pure, it's hold body now. <laughs> yeah, that's about but, what it is. Thank you so much for having me. Of, of course. course. It was lovely. Such a great time. We br- we, br- we bring you up so much because I'm paired with you. I was like, th- I was like, we need to have Tori on to discuss. We need to have her on, yeah. yeah. And you got two episodes. I'm so lucky. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yay. So thanks for listening, you guys. And uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank- We're waving like it's a video. <laughs> <laughs> We're waving. Bye. Just say bye. Bye. <laughs>